and welcome to TV My Husband Hates. I'm Kat Sims. And I'm Regan Kempton. And we are reality TV addicts. Addicts, uh, aficionados. Ooh, I like that. Experts. Experts. Basically, we know our shit when it comes to reality TV. 100%. Hello, and welcome to a mini-sode of TV My Husband Hates, all about Tiger King. How you doing, Kat? I am good. I am so here for this. Like, I have to say, it's been, without doubt, the runaway success of kind of coronavirus lockdown. And I wonder... I wonder if maybe it would have been as successful as it has been if we hadn't all been sat at home looking for shit to watch. I mean, I don't, don't know, get man. me wrong, it's brilliant. It's gold. And it could not have come at a better time. Yeah, yeah. And those producers are sat back going, thank fuck for coronavirus. Absolutely. And this is a bit of a departure for us since the show is called TV My Husband Hates because we actually watched this with both of our husbands. So they both we agreed did. that this show is gold. I don't know how Jimmy felt about it, but Elijah just Oh my God, it was, it was his amazing. It was his favorite thing of all time. Momentarily, we thought about getting them on to talk about it. And then we thought, no, fuck it. It's our show. They can fuck off. That's right. They can just listen to us chat about it. If they want. Yeah. Um, which they won't want to because no, they, they just roll their eyes every time we talk about a podcast. <laughs> Though so. Jimmy will listen because he edits for us. So <laughs> Yeah. Other than that, they won't give yeah. a shit. Um, no. But they did love the show. Jimmy was like, we had two episodes left and I was really, really, really tired. And all yeah. day he was like, I am so excited about watching the last two episodes. I can't believe we've only got two episodes. <laughs> this is so exciting. And I went, oh, do you know what? I'm really tired. And he turned around and he went, well, you need to pull yourself together because we are watching these two episodes and I am not waiting till tomorrow night. I was like, <laughs> I was like okay, Love pass it. me the Red Bull. I'm no. here. Yeah, the same thing happened with us because uh, we finished the last two last night because I know I needed to get it done. And like, I was struggling last night, like propping my eyeballs open. Um, and I felt like the last two episodes kind of dragged a little bit, you know, in relation to the other five that were just... So insane, you could not move your eyeballs at all. But yeah, let's dive right into it. I mean, what is there not to say? Here's my first overriding question. Yes, lay it on me. The biggest fucked up thing that I took away from this, even more than the fact that there's a wife who potentially killed her husband and fed him to her, even more yes. than the fact that Joe Exotic is who he is and, you know, controls all his husbands with meth, even yeah. more than that, how is that only 4,000 tigers in the wild, but like 10,000 being kept as pets in the USA? I have no idea. I mean, one of my biggest takeaways was that tigers are only two grand. I know. <laughs> I was like, I, I was didn't like, know. Huh. <laughs> now I understand I like, why so many people buy them. <laughs> I mean, that's the same as a pedigree dog. Yeah. Yeah. No joke. Um, I, I was so torn by this entire thing because... I quite like Joe Exotic. Like, I feel very sympathetic towards him. I don't know why, because he's crazy, and by all accounts, like, kind of a sexual predator, plying men with meth to get them to marry him. Straight but men. There's straight men. Straight men. Meth. Yeah, straight men with meth that make him a little crooked. But yeah, I, I like him. He's very charismatic he's in a very kind of trashy sort of way. Yeah. I mean, listen, out of all of them, 
I like him the best. Oh yeah, like yeah, without a doubt. I mean, it's, I'd they're agree all with that. fairly fucking bonkers, and I'm yeah. not sure I'd want any of them within 65 miles of me. No. But if you had to say to me, which one do you like the best, or do you not hate the most? Right, would, hands down, be Joe Exotic. He is, as you say, super charismatic. It's such an anomaly. He's like this redneck gay guy, yeah, with 237 tigers and a million guns. And a million fucking guns. I mean, it's bonkers. I genuinely, and I don't know if this is like a US UK thing, but I'm pretty sure it's absolutely illegal to own a tiger. Or it, it a is leopard. here too. Like it it is. Like it is illegal. However, I guess setting these entities up as zoos and safaris, I think this is why they do that, right? I think they set themselves up as legal entities. Like, cause I mean, obviously zoos can own tigers. Like the London Zoo, I'm sure, has a tiger. Like Got it. more established zoos do. So I think that's what these people do. Like they love tigers, they want to own them. It's illegal. So then they create zoos. I mean, I feel like Carol Baskin, who, you know, is crazy oh, in her bitch, own Carol level. Baskin. I mean, she <laughs> She essentially has the same thing with her big cat rescue. It's just another word for a zoo, right? And she's charging people yeah, to come in a and look at A lot of money. This bitch, it, I mean, this is, I agree with Joe Exotic on this. Yeah. Like, she is, she's the creepiest of them all. Agreed. Like, she is, hands down, the weirdest of them all, and even more so than Doc Bhagavan, and that's fucking saying something. Okay, so my thought process is the next documentary I want to watch is all about Bhagavan Antle and this like weird sex cult at the Myrtle Beach Safari. That's the next yes, video. I like, want that's that the next documentary. Whoever is out there and can make that happen, I'd like to watch that. Well, I think he's been shut down now, or he certainly was raided not long yeah. after. I don't know whether it was after this came out or just before or right. whatever, but certainly off the back of this documentary, Doc Bhagavan, What's His Chops, has been raided too. And they should be. It's fucking insane. I mean, I know they call themselves zoos, but these animals are in cages. And at least in yeah. Zoo zoos, like proper zoos. They're big like cages. They're, they're fucking huge cages. Yeah, like, yeah. These are not big enough cages. For any of them, not at all. Like, it's crazy. No. And it was the bit that really, really got to me was at the end in the last episode when Joe goes, he's kind of has this come to Jesus moment. And yeah. he's like, the thing is, is that I kept these two chimps in cages next to each other the whole <gasps> time for 10 years. Yeah. He said, and as soon as. I donated them to the chimp place, whatever right, that right. is. He said they just ran up to each other and, and like held hands and gave each other a cuddle. And well, he was and like, did I stop? Did I get in between them? And I was like, dude, like this yeah. is not rocket science. Why didn't you just put them in a fucking cage together? Well, I think it's really interesting because like he is in a cage himself now too. So like I wonder yeah. if in ways he's really starting to question his humanity and the way he did treat the cats because I thought it was like an interesting arc that at the beginning when I did feel like it was kind of recording him being all about the animals and really loving towards them and feeding them and all of that like they were still in cages and it was still wrong but in a way it was like okay but like he cares for them and I felt like throughout the series as we saw him try like kind of getting a little bit more crazy really going after Carol going to be governor which as a sidebar all of my Oklahoman cousins that live in Oklahoma have you've never told me that this man ran for governor like we're having a conversation <laughs> but um <laughs> but I felt like as he was getting kind of more into all that, we saw a real decline in the way he was treating the animals and just didn't really care for them as much. And I found that just like really disturbing and sad for the animals. I did too. And I think he realized that as well. And he yeah. says, you know, it, it, 
it stopped being about the animals. And I, I agree with you. I think what he's doing and what everybody's doing is 100% wrong. These these, these yeah. beautiful big cats, certainly on this fucking scale, should not be in cages. They should not be taking, they should not be hooking brand new cubs literally just no. out of their mother. They should not be hooking them and dragging them under a oh, fence to go like and screaming show. and crying. Screaming. Oh, broke my heart. Like this, that for me was hands down the hardest thing to watch. Yeah. Like just the way that they took these cups because that's how they make their fucking money right, is the cup right. petting. And I have no fucking doubt that Doc Bagavan has a fucking graveyard of baby cubs yeah, outside yeah. the back of that because once they aren't making money then right. they're just costing money yeah. and I swear to god that's a problem it, it is a problem and that fuck the whole thing's a problem and I think yeah. what's really interesting is that the show has forced us in a little way to kind of question all sorts of animal captivity yeah, to so a certain I, extent. Elijah and I had a really interesting conversation because when Prince William and Princess Kate got married and we had all those extra bank holidays, whatever year that was, we went on safari down to South Africa for our five-year wedding anniversary. And, you know, we did research and we went to a conservation safari. But at the end of the day, it was still a safari. I mean, it was a, ma- I mean, masses yeah, of heat, acres ma- in Africa. But there was still a fence. And it's a fence around the perimeter of their, like, property. And they do, you know, they keep track of all these animals and whatnot. So I, for me, there's always been a really interesting line between conservation and zoos. Like, Well, I think, I think, this it's is interesting. where Carol Baskin right. is actually one of the biggest perpetrators in all of this. Right. Because I think what you're talking about in South Africa, yes, there is oh. a fence, but we are talking about thousands and thousands and yeah. thousands of acres yeah. of land. Absolutely. And it, and, and it is not about making these animals well, they don't human them. friendly. Right, right. No, it's, it's not, not about, about that. that at all. And they do track them and they do protect, but they do it to, to co- literally try and save Propagate them. Propagate the species. Yeah. People yeah. who shoot them. Right. That, so that I think that's fine. I think anywhere that you can ride on elephants, I think is wrong. I think that anything that forces a human interaction with an animal that otherwise wouldn't do it and and, and you have to keep them captive to do that, I just think is wrong. Yeah. Um, But that's where Carol Baskin becomes a really, really interesting because she's very much like, oh, it's all about conservation and raising awareness and blah, blah, blah. Like, I just, she is really despicable and very dangerous. I think Joe... Exotic is absolutely fucking right about her. Oh, yeah. And I kind of feel she's the worst one because I feel like she dresses her love of cats as protection of the cats versus just being straight up and honest about, like, why why are you going after these dudes? Like, you want their yeah. cats. Like, yeah, you want their cats, you want their business, yeah. and all of you just keep these cats because you think they're fucking cute and cuddly. Right. Which and is, don't get me is wrong. mind-blowing like, to me. They are cute, those, but, like, how are you going to drive cute. around with a full-size tiger in your truck? But don't get me wrong. Like, I can see... The yeah. allure of wanting to go and hold a cup. Like, oh my God, of yes. Of course I can. Yeah. Would I ever do it? No. no. But he is charging. Like, do you remember that guy that kept going back to Doc Bagger Vans? 360 bucks a person. Yes. It's a cash cow. I mean, I guess. It's a cash cat. Yeah, it's a cash cat. You also have to have a lot of money to feed the amount of animals that they have. And by the way, like the girth on Doc Bagavan's tigers. Not okay. Holy fuck. You are not taking care of those animals. They are fat AF. Can I just say it was so weird because you never, ever 
I have never seen a fat tiger or a no. fat wolf. Like I never have. No. It was so weird to it see was a fat tiger. It was re- that was really yeah. really disturbing. Um and and just a perfect example of why these people should not be in charge of these amazing no. animals. No, like why people period should not be in charge of these amazing animals. We ruin them. Like we ruin everything. Oh, Leave them alone to the wild. <laughs> That's why we, we can't have nice the world. things. <laughs> That's why we're not allowed out because no. we just fucked up the earth and the earth went fuck you. You can't have nice things anymore. Here's a virus. Yeah. Fuck off and stay in your house and if you don't behave then I'll just wipe you off the face of the earth. The whole thing is really tragic but I think what I never expected to come out of this was this weird like underworld of drugs, animals, murder, yeah. fucking embezzlement, that other guy, Jeff, what's his chops? Oh, I think he is one of the worst. Like, I think he's worse than Bhagavan Antal. Jeff Lowe. He's worse than them all. Jeff Lowe. Like, putting those tigers in fucking suitcases around hotels in Vegas. <laughs> you got to be fucking kidding me, I mean, I'm laughing not me, because it's funny. I'm laughing I because know. you just... It's horrific. I, his lack... He's he is like psychopath. He's dead. Like he's yeah. dead behind the eyes. Totally, totally. And that whole nanny chat with his pregnant wife at the end and the picture. Uh, oh, the whole thing made Well, me and even get. just his interaction with that other guy, Tim Stark, who does like runs wildlife in need in Oklahoma, like trying to build a zoo with him and dicking him over as well. Like I think Jeff Lowe is next to Carol Baskin, the worst one, because I think he is feeding off of this weird subculture. Like, he knows this sub- yeah, like this subculture exists, so he's going to try to steal all their money and fuck up their worlds, like, just for fun. Yeah, I actually, I agree. I think he's a parasite. I think he's this is his latest project. He's just yeah. in it to see what he can get out of. He's a hustler. He's a con man. He's He's so gross. He's a murderer. He's just yeah. disgusting. He's awful. I hate everything about him. Um, and and him and Carol Baskin, he, I hate him more than I hate Carol Baskin. Carol yeah. Baskin just weirds me right the fuck out. Like, it pisses me off. The hypocrisy pisses me off. Yeah. But her, like, hey, cats, hey, and, kittens. cats and kittens. Like, <laughs> so weird. So, Coco and Llama ate really good food today, but we haven't had a poop yet this week. Fuck off, fuck off. Shut that YouTube down. Like, it's yeah. just, you it's- are weird, and you definitely, by the way, Way, murdered your fucking husband and fed him to a hundred percent don lewis like not saying that he was a stand-up character as well because obviously he was no. into the cub petting and that's how they got started was that he just liked a bunch of cats so he wanted them all um i think she 100 percent killed him i i feel really badly about his family that he like left for this woman um them in the documentary kind of just broke my heart a little bit like but also can we talk about she's kind of like this black widow figure obviously, oh yeah but can we just talk about how fucking weird her current husband is too? Howard Baskin. Oh my god. Their wedding, like their wedding pictures where they were like dressed up in those animal skins and he was on the leash and they were like, there are no words. Please don't put that back into my like he's <laughs> the most he, you horrifying just know. Thing. You just know he's into some fucking kinky shit. I tell you yeah. what happens. I bet she he has to like pretend to be the tiger. Oh yeah. And she puts the collar around his neck. And Absolutely. She fucking and she plays and herself in her fantasies. And she yes. plays herself. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Uh. It's it's so mind-blowing. And with every episode, it was like, what? There's what? more. <laughs> and the characters around on Joe Exotics. Yes. First of all, the guy with no legs, I really liked him. John Rinke. He was the manager of the zoo. I know this because I wrote them all down. Um, I really liked him. I had a lot of time for him. him. He was great. I also didn't hate, although I then 
then towards the end, his interviews got a bit weird. But there was a guy with long blonde hair. Eric, I think Covey, he was the head keeper of the zoo. Who at first, in the first half of the interviews, was like sat outside his trailer, like talking sense. Yeah. Um, And then in the last half of his interviews was like off his tits on meth. Yeah, yeah. Which was weird. Yeah, that that was weird. And I questioned the filming of his interviews because I didn't even understand them. <laughs> yeah, he was. He he. But he's at first, mourning his old was life. Like, he's he's not stupid. He's talking some sense. And no. then we've got John Jace, the his toothless husband, John Finley. John Finley. Yeah. Who? So let me just. <laughs> Sidebar this as well. So Joe, after he married John Finley, married Travis Maldano and changed his last name to Maldano. And then at the end, married Dylan Passage and also changed his last name, but never changed his name to Finley, who was his husband the longest. Yeah, but well, that's true. I thought that maybe was weird. He d- maybe he did, but when Finley fucked off with a girl, maybe he scratched, I don't know. No, because I also- think his name was Joe, Sh- it starts with an S and I can't pronounce it. He kept oh, yes. that. Then oh, went yeah, to Joe Exotic, then was Joe Maldonado, and then was Joe Passage. But let's talk about Maldonado because that yes. was really dark, really dark and weird. And I was left a little bit unsure as to whether he meant to pull the trigger or whether it was an accident. Because he the, the scene was set up with the yeah. guy, the campaign manager, who was just sat in the office. And, this, and Travis pulled a gun on him because apparently that's what he did just yeah. for fun. And he was like, stop, don't fucking point a gun at me. I've told right. you. If I've told you once, I've told you a hundred times. Um, and so Travis is like, okay, sits down, holds it to his head. But it's maybe I missed it. Was it ever really explained whether it was a suicide or an accident? I think it was an accident because I think Travis was trying to make the point that he could point the gun at him because the clip wasn't in, but there was a bullet in the chamber. I think that was the whole deal. Like oh. the campaign manager was like, don't fucking point that at me. Like, A, as somebody who comes from, who knows people who have guns, that's like rule number one. You just never yeah. point a gun at somebody. I mean, I think it's fairly obvious. But Travis was trying to make the point that like there was no way it could shoot him because it didn't have the clip in it. So that's when he put it to his head and pulled the trigger and killed himself. That's like I think it was an accident. Darkest story I've ever heard. It's dark as fuck. I mean, the whole thing about Travis even being there I felt was really dark because like the interviews with his mother, like that chewing on her own too. mouth to get the words out was so freaking weird to me. Like all of these people are really fucking up. So I didn't know if there's some sort of like underground drug addiction sex ring going on that like his mother was involved in and maybe that's why he was there I mean, like, as payment I think that's or a given. trade. I mean, I think was, to, to a certain extent there's, I mean, we know that there are like drug slash yeah. sex rings that go on to keep, like people use drugs to keep people yeah. in, you know, sex work all the time. And that is, you're right, when you talked about Joe at the beginning, that is what he's doing. Like he yeah. is. He's he offering is, young men drugs yeah. and, and marrying them. Like straight and getting and, hooked, and they're straight. getting them hooked, yeah. and then they're reliant on him, and yeah. they fucking do the shit that he wants them to do in the bedroom, so that they can get their next hit. Hit because there's none of those guys were gay. No, no, and I don't know about the last one, Dylan Passage, because that like the end scenes on where like they're talking over the phone from prison or whatnot. Like obviously he's not under Joe's spell. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he still is. Maybe there's just a big stash of meth. And so Dylan feels still, you know, responsible for Joe. But I feel like that relationship is a little bit different. No, well, I'm just trying to look up actually um, on the fly whether there's any information on Dylan Passage yeah. and kind of what's uh, what's going on. We've got a BuzzFeed article here where it says Dylan Passage
message Joe Exotic's latest husband just spilled a bunch of Tiger King uh, secrets in an interview. Um, oh. I think he's still waiting for him. Yeah. Um, but the guy's in prison now for 22 years. 22 Although years. I did just read an article saying that he's currently hospitalized with suspected coronavirus. So right. who the fuck knows what, what that's how that's gonna play out for him. Yeah. I mean I, I think the the love the husband love triangle parallelograms that were happening um, is just weird and dark. But weirdly enough, I had to keep reminding myself that that was happening. Yeah. Because I just I kept forgetting and kind of enjoying Joe Exotic. But um, it's definitely a real dark thing. And I mean, I think Jeff Lowe had some real dark, weird stuff in his sex life as well, like choking his ex-wife before this new one and obviously having this nanny chat. Gross. Um, I don't know what it is about exotic tigers and weird sex shit. Apparently no, they go hand and in fucking, hand. And, and the, I, I know what it is about psychopaths because they obviously bring in money. So as soon yeah. as money's a thing, then the crazy people turn up to try and exploit it. Um, and, and Jeff is a completely amoral, psychopathic human being. Well, and so is Alan Glover. Like the guy he brings in as the handyman with the teardrop tattoo that's kind of like the, th- like the catalyst. Like in my opinion, I feel that it is very, very possible that Joe was set up yeah, as the Murder, uh, as doing this murder plot to Carol because I don't really understand why he'd trust Alan when he fucking hated him from the get-go. Like, that connection makes no sense to me. I absolutely 100% agree that Joe was framed. Does he deserve to go to prison for something? Absolutely. Yes. Is it what he went to prison for? Probably not. I just no. don't think he did it. I think Jeff and Alan, Alan yeah. constructed... Well, I think Jeff masterminded it, used Alan as a pawn. Alan did his dirty work for him, and then they went off-grid. And I 100% don't think that Joe ever would have gone through no. with actually murdering Carol Baskin. No, I don't um, think so either. I think he he I, still has some sort of humanity like, Yeah, in he him. was all bark and no bite. Yeah. And I think he wants her to get to, like, to be brought to justice, but I don't for a second think that he is the mastermind behind this plot to kill her by any stretch of the imagination. No, I mean, I think, so the reality TV producer that was working with Joe was a guy named Rick Kirk, Kirkham. Who, by the way, was yes. to, every time I saw him, he looked to me like he was some character from some kind of Coen Brothers movie. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. something out of A Cross Between No Country for All Men and Fargo, like he sat somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. A hundred percent. And I think like he obviously spotted Joe Exotic a long time ago and knew like this was going to be something. Um, And I think he kind of nailed him on the head. Like he's all big show. Like, I don't think he would have ever carried out any of these ridiculous threats. He made the threats because it was, like, good internet TV and good social media kind of fodder. Like, that's what he was about. I don't think it was about actually harming her, but Jeff Lowe, I I think, was about actually harming her. Yeah, I think so. Or at least setting someone up to look like they were. I do think that Joe burned down the studio with all the shit in it that meant that Kirkham lost everything. How gut-wrenching would that be that you have spent all this time, all this money, living living at this zoo, filming everything... Trying to come up with like a, a, you know, a reality show TV, like a TV show to sell to somebody, which would have made him shit tons, would have, would have made all of them shit tons of money. Like that's yeah. all they would have needed to do. And Joe fucking burns it down. I mean, that guy just got in his truck and was like, fuck, fuck this off. Shit. Yeah. Out. I mean, what else can you do? Nothing. You At least he knew away. when to leave. Like the, I don't yeah. know why the campaign manager was still hanging around after the campaign. I was like, why is he even still relevant? I know. Like the campaign But also over. like he was weirdly normal. Yeah. 
like well, the whole show. Quote I mean, unquote normal. He ran a campaign for Joe Exotic to be on a libertarian of- ticket in the most Republican state in the entire United States. Well, and also, like, Joe definitely embezzled money. He definitely fucked yeah. around with drugs. He definitely killed tigers he shouldn't have killed. Right. He was exploited. Like, he's not a nice guy. He's not a great guy. But there no. is some sort of lovable rogue about Joe. Yeah. Whereas the others are actually really fucking dangerous people. Although I did really like. The Tony Montana. Like, oh, Mario I couldn't help to bro. I couldn't help but just really like him. I liked him too. I mean, who doesn't like a Miami, like, drug kingpin? I, I know it's wrong, but he just no. seemed like kind of a cool dude. Well, I feel like he Apart kind of... tiger collection. Yeah, like, I think he kind of kept it real, though, with actually caring about the animals. And I think that this was kind of my issue with everybody else. Like, as we see kind of everything falling apart, we saw these animals being truly neglected. And I felt yeah. like that guy never did that. Like he he was still in love with these creatures and caring for them. Like they weren't being missed. They weren't being harmed or neglect. Like no, they were being mistreated actively, by uh, being in, in cages. Right. Like the overriding issue is still there, but he was still like properly caring for them. They weren't fat. They weren't, you know, being kicked. They weren't having balloons thrown on them. Like I had such an issue with that balloon shot with like Jeff and his wife throwing balloons at the tigers. I was like, what? Like this is fucking disturbing. It was disturbing. And also talking about disturbing things, when the girl got her arm bitten, not bitten off and Joe just walks into the shop and it's like, guys, guys, you're going to hear about it from somewhere. So just to let you know, one of our workers has just had her arm bitten off by <sighs> line. It's like, the fuck is like, and the what? blind allegiance to them for her to just go, like she was just right back to work five days later. Well, I was sat there watching it. I'm like, hang on a minute. She's lost an arm and she is still sat outside a trailer. Like why the fuck didn't she get 75 million pounds from him? Because she didn't you, sue the, them. Like she didn't, she didn't sue, sue them. them. Well, that's it. It's like, no. why the fuck did But then, you know, he's not got the money. So he's not going to, it's like, it's like no. Carol Baskin won that and never, is never going to see a penny no. of it because he doesn't like it have doesn't it. Matter. So. Yeah. Um, what astounded me was that she didn't actually have to lose her arm. She could have rehabbed it. But like, she didn't want to spend the time to do it and it would look bad on the zoo. Like this blind allegiance to him that they all had just just fucking mind blowing to me. But they all have that to a certain extent. They all have this like cult leadership quality. Doc Bhagavan has it. Joe has it. These, you know, even Carol Baskin has it with her husband. Like that seems like a very weird power balance there too. Um, so, So I don't know what it is. It's this weird coming together of like a perfect storm of fucked upness, fucked up people yeah. and a shit ton of tiger. Yeah. And also ligers. What the ligers. fuck? Ligers are a thing. Who knew? I mean, you know, Napoleon Dynamite did when he created one in the in the film, but <laughs> cuz okay, that's all I thought Napoleon about. Dynamite. I was like, Napoleon Dynamite would be so happy. <laughs> I was genuinely like blown away. And again, that's wrong. Like forcing it a lion and a tiger to shag to do this yeah. dirty is not it's not the natural way of things. Stop no. fucking about with shit. No. Um but it was hands down the best like 8 hours of yeah. TV that I've seen and I feel sad that I We'll never get to experience that again, but I feel very excited for all the people that have yet. Yes, hopefully you did not listen to this podcast without watching the show. Um, We'll put a disclaimer in the credits because there are definite spoilers. Yes. Um, But yeah, no, we really thoroughly enjoyed watching it. My cousins and I are definitely having a stern chat about them keeping this from me (laughs) because he was obviously on their gubernatorial ballot, so what the fuck? I Um, think that's definitely something that you would talk about, right? Yes! Wouldn't you be like, this crazy dude is on the ballot in my state? 
you gotta hear about this. Like, I don't even know why my mom didn't tell me. They all lived there during this time. So, That's so funny. Stern talking to is happening with the members of that family. But um, um, And in the meantime, I sort of hope that if, if Joe is in uh, hospital for coronavirus, I hope he's, you know, I mean, he probably should be in jail, but I'd rather he, yeah. I don't think I'd wish dying from coronavirus on anybody. Uh, so I hope he makes a speedy recovery. Um, yes. I do hope Jeff Lowe catches coronavirus and dies. Is that too much? No, no. I, I really don't think that's far enough, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he gets coronavirus at the penis. <laughs> he probably already has it. <laughs> yeah, he's he definitely so got dirty. crotch rot. He's but so anyways, uh, I think that wraps up this mini-sode of The Tiger King. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Let us know. Um... I hope you enjoyed watching it as much as we did and our husbands did. Um, and if there is anything else that you want us to do a little minisode on, if there's anything you think we should be watching, let us know. We've got time to do this shit right now. I say that. We actually I mean, we don't, heaps but of time. We'll but make we can, time to do it. We can make time. Um, but in the meantime, enjoy your reality TV and uh, please make sure to get in touch with us whenever you can. Yes, and don't forget to rate and drop us a review. Everyone helps. Perfect. All right, well, listen, smart people watch reality TV too. And this is us signing off from the Minnesota. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Please subscribe, rate, and review TV My Husband Hates wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at TV My Husband Hates and join the Facebook group to keep the conversation going when the podcast ends. If Twitter's your thing, you'll find us at TV Husbands Hate. Theme music and production for TV My Husband Hates is by Jimmy Sims. Thank you.